You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nine o'clock hour, Sean and RJ, 105.3 hump The day. Fan. It is not yet a hump day. That is oh. tomorrow. Every day is a hump day if you make that it one. That is tomorrow. A little star up, star down here. Maybe take some of your phone calls at 877-881-1053, which your confidence level this Cowboy team can actually do it this year after their 22-20 loss on the road at Miami. We're going to go to the people uh, on this one, see what theirs is. Uh, 877-881-1053. Bobby, what are you, a 10? A 10? My confidence level that, they're, confidence that it's going to be different? Uh, who's the head coach? All right. <laughs> okay. Look, here's here's the here's, that was easy. Here's the fact of the matter. It's disgusting. I'm not I'm not confident that anything will be different until you show me evidence that you're better on critical situation details, and they're not. Whoever's responsible for that, we can play the blame game all day long. Ultimately, that's just a fact, though. That fact about this football team makes me lack confidence in their ability to do anything in January and February. I don't think they're going to be with us in Vegas. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think. I think we've we've all resigned ourselves to that. Now, th- things can happen because we. All, let, let's be fair. Look, if at someone, the same if time last off, year, if someone picks off San Francisco before you can get to them, you've got. I think my confidence level shoots through the roof because I think they can yeah. outscore anybody I in agree. the NFC other than San Francisco. I agree, they can. Um, but also, like you know, we saw the same thing with the Rangers. They, in in in, in the same time of the year, so September. We're in the September portion of the schedule right now. Uh, Nobody thought they were going to win the World Series. No. We, we, in fact, we all said they're not winning the World Series. Might as well pack it in. I, we all said I, they're I, not going to get by Tampa. I definitely said that. We didn't even think they were going to get by uh, Tampa. Maybe remember. Tampa. But not. I think maybe I picked Tampa. I don't, I don't remember. I, I know I picked. I think I picked Tampa. I know. And then Look, I picked, if there's one thing we know, it's that Dallas teams, that's the biggest benefit if you go to the Buccaneers and play. Dallas teams don't lose playoff games in Tampa. No, they don't. Because that's fair. The, the Rangers are now what? 8 0 in playoff games in Tampa? Or something like that, uh-huh. seven and zero, and then Dallas, the Cowboys beat him. You lost to the Lightning in the Stanley Cup a couple years ago, but it was in a bubble. It was not in Tampa. That doesn't count. No, were they in Edmonton? Is that where it was? I or don't Calgary, one, one of those Canadian places. It uh, that's true. They don't lose to Tampa on the road, uh, and they're not going to lose to Tampa on the road. But they will go into San Francisco and get boat raced, um, and that's going to be the problem. That's the the biggest thing, and and that's what we're we're trying to figure out is that do you feel any better and you guys can give us a call and let us know 877-881-1053 877-881-1053 this is the question that we're posing to you that we need to hear from cowboys fans on do you feel any better that this year will be different than years past 
because Jerry just told us and, and has told us for the last couple weeks, he feels optimistic. He feels this is a vulnerable NFL. He feels like Dak Prescott's playing the best football of his career. He feels like Mike McCarthy is the right guy for the job. Are you buying that? Are you buying yeah. that line from Jerry Jones? 877-881-1053. You can let us know on the truckwreck.com fan text, or you can give us a call and vent to us there. See, here's 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 the issue. Like Dak is uh Do you think he believe do, I'll just say this. And 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 got to be very careful with the way I, I posit this question because I don't want it to be misinterpreted. Do you think that that's just Jerry being optimistic and 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 buying that optimism, or do you think like he says like no, this is the the re- absolute reality. Like like my most sober view of it tells me this is the case. These are the facts. Or is it a I, little I, bit? Of, I, is it a little I, bit of what our friend Mike Fisher has? referred to as Jerry Poppins. I mean there's I'm sure there's always some of that in there. Right? I mean I think Jerry genuinely believes they can they can win. And I, I don't I don't they're capable. I don't think that's crazy. I mean they're a good football team and and you could pick somebody off and, and the margins are so thin in these sports. Yes. Like sooner or later some luck is going to go their way. Now at the end of the day, are the Cowboys going to be able to beat a team that has a quarterback advantage against them? I don't know. Those are very difficult to happen anyway. Three. They, they, those things don't happen. 302, you don't want my phone call. It'd be bleep, 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 bleep. 3817 says their run defense is atrocious. That's why they're not a winning team. 443 says crazy Bobby. It only takes a couple of plays. Uh, So uh, 469, uh, going out of his way to make excuses for the quarterback beforehand. I'm not. I'm saying that the the quarterback is part of your details. It's part of the details. Like, you know, Dak, Dak is really, he's having a great year. Uh, You know, forget the last two games. I mean, those are, those are tough road games. Having a great year. Uh, is he the greatest anticipatory thrower in the sport? No. Yes. No. But <laughs> he's not like 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 you can watch that game and genuinely see like Tua anticipates. I now, now I will say better. I do I, I don't think Dak is the best in the world, but I think Dak has become really good at anticipate like anticipatory throws. I, I don't, I think I don't disagree. I don't he, disagree at all. He's one of the like probably top ten in the league at it. I think now he's just not at the top. Right, and 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 in the playoffs, like you need that. Like that, you're not gonna. Sure. You know, you're not gonna have wide open guys necessarily, um, uh, in the postseason. All right, here we go. Mike and Mansfield, start us off here on 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, guys. You guys are are awesome. Listen, you guys uh, on the way to work. Uh, appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I am a I am a huge Cowboy fan. As a as a child, as a as a as a young kid, I saw my dad break our VCR during the 94 NFC championship game. So whenever I say this about Dak, it's not because I don't love him and I don't love the Cowboys. I have yet to see Dak win a game that he wasn't supposed to win. And that's the biggest problem that I have. Anytime that the pressure is on the Cowboys historically, since, uh, since, I mean, uh, I guess 90, 95, 96, we lost to Carolina in the playoffs, but ever since then, it's just, we, we, we fold. That's what we do. We fold. And I, and I, I love the Cowboys. I go to three, four games a year. Um, I have a man cave decorated in Cowboys. I mean, I love them so much, but it's hard year in and year out. Now we're just beat down. We're just, we become used to it. And uh, I'll hang up and listen to you guys. Thank you. I appreciate it, uh, Mike. It's, it is tough. Uh, it, it is, it's battered, it's battered Cowboy syndrome. You, you, you've been beaten up. There's exhaustion. Mentally, it's exhaustion. It, it is. There, it is. There's exhaustion. There's fatigue. There's a lot of people who it feels like are saying, you know, I, I can't even get like really angry about it anymore. There's nothing to get angry about. It's just you're frustrated and you're, you know, you're just 
it, it's become su- it's become something that a lot of fans I feel like have resigned themselves yeah. to the fact that well it's just it's not going to come together. And you know what? That's probably the biggest, most valid, or, or or the most difficult criticism to push back against if you're a Dak Prescott supporter is what he just talked about, where he says that when you not within games, but when you look at obviously heading into a game. I, there's there's not a lot of games you can think of that Dax won that he wasn't supposed to. That's right. He wins games he's supposed to, and he loses games. Now, he's now games to. there have been games that were coin flips that may that he's won, or there have been games that were coin flips that it didn't look like they should win or they shouldn't win, and they've they've won in the end. Right. But a game That's going football. into it where you say this team is better than Dallas, they are not going to beat them. There's not a lot of those. Maybe, and it wasn't anything he did. Saints. Uh, in 2018 when the Saints came to town and they were one of the better teams in the NFL, they were considered underdogs there. They won that one. But, I mean, that's not anything Dak went out there and did. Um, I, that's, everybody that's, knows I'm that's a, normal. Everybody like, knows I'm a big believer in Dak. But, yeah, there have not been a lot of big-time games where you say Dallas shouldn't win this one and then Dak wills them to some sort of victory after the game starts. Right, but I, and I think I think what fans need to recognize, that, and we all do, that's, that's the sport of the football right now. Like, it, the, the team with the better quarterback generally wins the game. Yes, but and, you're, and you're going to need you're to steal playing, a few. You're going to have to steal them. And you're going to need to steal a few, and there's not a lot of those on his ledger, to be fair. so No, uh, but are there a lot on most quarterbacks' ledger? I guess, I guess the answer would be no. Alex of Fort Worth, you're up next on the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. Morning, guys. Hope you guys had a fantastic Christmas. You too, Alex. Uh, my, my thing is, you know, I'm with Bobby. I need to see it. But also, if you give this team – to a Sean McVay, to a Sean Payton, to a Kyle Shanahan, I feel like we could create a dynasty with either of those coaches. My thing is I feel like Jerry has too many strings attached to this team and just doesn't let a coach coach. That's that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, Alex, I mean, that's, yeah. Been, that's been a common criticism for numbers. I, I do think that he I, – I do think Jerry deserves credit for backing off and and letting the coach go. The biggest criticism that you could say, and this is the thing that Mike McCarthy had the biggest thing to adjust to coming to Dallas, I think is the reality of what it means to be the Cowboys head coach. Like, there is so much noise. No, I genuinely don't. I think there's so much noise around being the Cowboys head coach that a lot of coaches are not prepared for, that they don't have the – it takes time to adjust. And to his credit, I think McCarthy's adjusted better. But there is a world of difference coming from, you know, being in Green Bay, being the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, where the community basically owns the football team, to being the head coach of the Cowboys. And that takes a serious adjustment period that – I think that he's still still coming along. At it. He'll do it sometimes. He'll, you'll see him give the he'll he'll kind of chuckle and he'll go, "It's Dallas. This is Dallas." Like I mean, he he yeah. recognizes there's a difference here, and I think he's reached a point where he says some of these things that bug me, I got to kind of shrug off and say, "This is what it means to be the Cowboys head coach." And those things are probably always going to exist. They 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 are going to look if you're the Cowboys head coach, that is always going to exist. Now your ability to handle it might change. You know, you might be able to, and that's why I think Jason was good at that. Jason was really yeah. good at that. He he got it. He understood what it meant. Um, I think he I think he welcomed it. Buddy but, in Fort Worth, you're up next on the fan. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? Uh, I love I love to listen. Thank Sometimes you. I love to agree and disagree. But when it comes to the Cowboys, I mean, oh, it, it's a tough one because are they really as good as we think they are? Are we expecting more than they are? But I'll say this. I love Dak Prescott in every way. But Broadus brought this up about four years ago. They have that mental processing speed uh, 
little test they do and and he didn't he didn't score super high on that and it shows up sometimes when the defense throws him something he doesn't like and it's, it's just too bad and there's no getting around it because you know no getting around it yeah and i mean look that's something that and thanks for the phone call buddy that's something that a lot of quarterbacks obviously deal with is, is that aspect of it the elite mental processing is something that can can help but the biggest thing i think more than the confusion the post-snap confusion i think when he gets the biggest thing i notice with dak at times is he gets tunnel vision you remember on madden and we've talked about this before you remember the quarterback vision cone oh yeah from, from like oh, 16 yeah. years ago and, and it was always a cheat to play with peyton manning because they just gave him the whole field yeah and other quarterbacks you had to like swipe the cone yeah. into the vicinity dak gets that quarterback vision cone and it gets tight sometimes where he just he sees something he's watching and the periphery is blind at times where he doesn't see a linebacker sitting there whatever else I think he's gotten so much better at that and it's something that we haven't seen nearly as much of that oh didn't see the linebacker squat in there didn't see him sitting there in coverage just waiting to pick it off um but yeah at times when you throw some of the man match stuff at him like Fangio's done a couple different times dude Fangio I gotta give him credit man like that dude obviously made adjustments after the second drive Oh, yeah. Second, like, the Cowboys moved the ball really well he made on a, their first two He drives. made adjustments, and he he schemed up pressure effectively, and that's all great. At the end of the day, though, he didn't just take away Lamb. Like, you you no. had Lamb there, and, and and Jerry said it. He's like, I don't have a good ex- explanation as to why we didn't get him the ball more, that, but we've got to figure most, it out. That was the most disappointing thing about the Jerry interview is that he couldn't answer that question. He was as got to figure it out. He was as uh, as miffed, you might say. Man, I wouldn't say miffed. <laughs> I would not say miffed. Um, it, uh, he was as uh, confused as we were as to why C.D. Lamb did not get the ball. More. Need to figure that out. Preston in Lubbock, you're next year on 105 through the fan. Preston Russell, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. I uh, don't mean to be cliche, but long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I wanted to go back to the initial question um, y'all kind of posed before you open it up uh, to, to the rest of the Tolos and the callers here. Mm-hmm. You know, Jer- Jerry's comments about the NFL, you know, being being kind of exposed and, and wide open this year um, and, and our confidence level as, as fans uh, in the Cowboys heading into the playoffs. Um, I, I think how we get to the end of the season is going to be similar to, to last year. Um you know, I, I think Philadelphia is vulnerable. I think San Francisco, we'll see what the health of Brock Purdy looks like moving forward, could have um, their their struggles moving forward into the postseason here, you know, the regular season wrapping up. Um, you know, I I don't know. I think uh, I think we're going to probably face a similar result. We're going to need to get some help from, from outside of the building. Maybe somebody does take down San Francisco. Maybe we do end up hosting a, a home uh, playoff game, you know, in the second round, but that's, that's not going to be up to us. Um, I do think the NFL can be had this year. The Chiefs are not who who everybody thought they were. Uh, I don't think they are who they thought they were. Baltimore looks like the cream of the crop um, right now. So I'll I'll shut up and listen to you guys. Thanks for taking my call. I, I Thank think, you, Preston. Yeah, I think there's. Well, you got you want to face Buffalo again? No. Uh, Miami, you could beat. Miami, I think you can beat on a, a given week. Miami's got the same consistency problems you yeah. do. Miami, you could beat. Baltimore's gonna be tough. Buffalo being night, I think Buffalo. Be, I, I, I said the other day. The I, only I, the only two teams that I think they are not capable of beating right now are the two that played last night. That's Baltimore and San Francisco. I just I, I think if you play San Francisco ten times, they probably beat you nine. Baltimore, yeah, I, I think they probably beat you eight. 
I think Buffalo would be tough too. The, this My gosh, matchup. could you imagine Lamar against some of these run game deficiencies though that they have oh, on defense? Yeah. By the way, by the way, my handicapper guy, uh, my guy Bo, hit me back on on what the Cowboys line would be against the Niners. Does it, does he have a platform where he says Bo knows? He does not. He should. Uh, what did he say? He said San Fran minus five with Purdy. That's it. That's surprising. He said with Darnold it'd be San Fran minus three. Which means that they only give Purdy a two point over Darnold. That is stunning to me. It's pretty surprising. It's pretty surprising. Now, granted, that was a pretty good pun. It is. <laughs> granted, you're not going to get like Mahomes is only worth seven or eight points, right? You're not going to get Home. that big of a stretch of, of a and, and Purdy's not in that category. So I get it from that perspective. I just figured that Darnold would be way worse. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, okay, uh, Patrick Walker, uh, who, I don't know, I don't know where he had uh, Tua in his top 15, uh, if Josh Allen was barely there, but uh, the great Patrick Walker joins the show next year on 105 Through the Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Be a pro, Peyton. Be a pro, Peyton. You okay? Peyton chuckling over here. Someone's talking in my ear, and I don't appreciate it. Who? Someone's talking in my ear. Wow. Peyton struggling with Robbie. First day back. (laughs) He only had two days off. Look, it, it never bugged Chris while he was in for you on those two yeah. days. Russ. Russ was fine. Yeah, Ross. <laughs> Russ. He was, Russ. He wasn't. He? Russ is good. Uh, yeah, he was okay. Jeffrey. Jeffrey was amazing. Let's give something away. Yeah. Listen, we got we to gotta cope here with the, with the Cowboys lost some way. And we do it by screwing with Peyton. That's yeah. how we do it. Okay, yeah. we do it by screwing. I'm a with, team player. Yeah, you are. Uh, you know, we're, you are a team player, and you you're gonna you're gonna keep you're gonna keep being a team player. We love that. We love that about you, man. Uh, Patrick Walker, Cowboys insider, joining us now on 105 through the fan. Brought to you by Windstar World Casino and Resort, the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. Morning, Patrick. Good morning, fellas. Three and five on the road. Why? Uh, execution issues and, uh, and self, self-discipline issues. I mean, uh, I wrote about it in last week's Science Lab, hoping that the Cowboys can can correct both of those things and 
unfortunately, they did not do that in Miami. And I walked away from that, that Dolphins game feeling uh, much the same way that I left Philadelphia feeling. I mean, this, this you know, each win is different, just like each loss is different. So each road loss is different. And this definitely wasn't, you know, something what, like what happened to them in Buffalo. It's certainly not anything like what happened to them out in California against the 49ers. But it's definitely what happened to them in Philadelphia. It became a game of inches. Uh, and all the Cowboys needed to do was make one or two more plays than they were able to do. Instead, they made those one or two plays in the direction of helping the Dolphins, and that's what ultimately cost them the game. That first offensive drive, uh, they were surgical in how they moved down the field. A lot of city lamb utilization, and then you get down there, and then on the one-yard line, what do you get? You get Tony Pollard, somehow gets turned around, ball doesn't break the plane. Very next play, botched handoff to Hunter Lipke, who was exceptional in helping them convert to get down to that point. Uh, Dolphins get the ball. And then, you know, the Cowboys, they show resiliency, especially their defense, um, the bend don't break. I mean, if you go in there, guys, and you tell me that the Cowboys are going to hold that offense to only mm. one touchdown, I tell you they win that game. And the only reason they would lose the game is, guess what, penalties and lack of execution. That's exactly what happened. Patrick, when you talk about, like, just one or two more plays, right? Like, that's all they would have needed. Uh, do you think they could have found one or two more plays if they just would have targeted CeeDee Lamb one or two more times instead of going what felt like two and a half quarters, essentially, without throwing the ball to your best player? I would say yes, but I'd, I'd say it's a little bit um, uh, deeper than that, but also not, not insanely deep. I, I say it in the aspect of, yes, we all noticed that, the CD Lamb targets disappeared after he got up to 95 yards. And you're thinking this is going to be a 200-yard game for CD Lamb, and we're all perfectly fine with that because the Dolphins had no answer for CD Lamb. But then when you go back and look at the film, it's not that they did anything much differently that would have deleted him from the game before he, you know, reemerged in the fourth quarter. The pressure on Dak Prescott just ramped up, mm. and it got to a point where he just could not operate the offense. And that's why you saw one punt, two punt, three consecutive punts. You come out um, uh, in, the first, in the third quarter, you stall again, but then you start to look at why. And we've, we've given Tumay Doga his roses uh, in the first portion of the season when, because he played admirably in the absence of Tyron Smith. But he had a very bad day at the office against Bradley Chubb. And what was a little bit frustrating, not a little bit, but very frustrating about that aspect of it was that on more than one occasion, it wasn't that he got beat man-to-man. -man. He simply chose the wrong assignment. Uh, there was one play in particular. You saw Bradley Chubb just came free, and he did that on more than one occasion. He came free, and then you look at, well, how the hell did Bradley Chubb get into the backfield so quickly? And it's because Chuma Idoga, instead of taking the assignment on Chubb, he took the assignment to help. Tyler Smith on the interior, and you just can't do that against the guy who comes into the game with nine and a half sacks. He's a game record. So game record, uh, Wilkins had uh, pressure up the middle as well. So the pressure is what really deleted CeeDee Lamb by way of forcing Dak Prescott to look off of Lamb, try to escape the pocket, try to run, try to extend the play as much as he could. So as it goes in football, if you can affect the quarterback like that, you will delete the wide receivers. Is that on Dak, though, at that point to, all right, you, you need to have some hots in here. Like, you need to have some quick hitters or, or on Mike McCarthy to say, hey, you've got to be scheming up some of these quick slants or whatever else, like like getting gun and, and go ahead and hit something. Because CD was winning off the line of scrimmage. And, and we just talked to Jerry a little bit ago, and, and Jerry had said, like, I don't have a good answer for why, why CD wasn't in there. It just – it felt like – it felt like a, a real advantage that they didn't take – 
enough advantage of, even when obviously the the offensive line was incredibly compromised and Chumay Doug was missing some some things that 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 impacted it a lot. But didn't it feel like that shouldn't have been two and a half quarters essentially? No, and I agree. Now, and, and here's another comparison to Philadelphia that you're going to agree with. Terrence Steele had a bad day at the office against Hassan Reddick sure. uh, in Philadelphia. And one of the things that we said coming out of that as analysts were, where was the help for Terrence Steele who was having a bad day? Maybe you use Jake to chip a little bit more, send some help that way. That was the same situation uh, in Miami. Pachuma mm-hmm. was struggling, but you didn't really see the chip help go over there. And I think that goes to the coach's confidence in the player. But it, there's also something to be said for a guy. He's having a bad day at the office. Get the guys some help. Um, so in that aspect, it really does remind me of Philadelphia. And yeah, I would have liked to see, you know, Chuma get some help over there. And I'm sure that they talked to him on the sidelines and was like, Hey, you cannot allow a free release on a guy like Bradley Chubb. Like that's your assignment. Let Tyler Smith handle his, his business because more often than not, he will, he doesn't necessarily need that extra help. Um, especially like I said, when Bradley Chubb is on your left shoulder. So it was just a bad day at the office for that side of the line, much like it was a bad day at the office for the right side of the line at Philadelphia. You can just draw so many similarities between these two games. And that's what's frustrating for Cowboys fans because those are two games that the Cowboys should have and could have won. So instead of it being three and five, they could be five and three on the road. But when you're on the road and your margin of error margin of error is that razor thin, you can't continue to make the mistakes that the Cowboys are making, and that's why they can't seem to get it together on the road against these better teams. Cowboys insider Patrick Walker joining us here, 105.3, the fan. Uh, your confidence that this year's different is where? Say it again, RJ. <laughs> That your confidence that this year is different is where? It's, it's right split down the middle. Uh, I mean, as we have this conversation, it's 50-50, and it's because I see a team that plays at home that can win the Super Bowl. I have no question about it. The team that shows up in Arlington can win the Super Bowl. The team that shows up on the road will cost you a first-round exit. And there's no in-between. Like, they have to figure out what team they want to be. They have to figure out how to transplant the team that performs the way it does at home here at AT AT&T Stadium outside into the road, especially now considering that, uh, and yes, there's still an opportunity for the Cowboys to get the NFC East. They win these next two games. The the Eagles drop either the Cardinals or the Giants in in the finale. We saw the 49ers stumble. So, hell, even the top seed is still up for grabs. But let's... Let's go with the more logical path. The more logical path is that the Cowboys lock into the number five seed, and now you have to go on the road and you have to perform. And if they don't figure out how to get that done on the road, then, you know, what are we talking about here? Because, uh, hell, if lightning strikes and they do get the number one seed, uh, mathematically it's possible, yeah, road to the Super Bowl goes through Arlington, great, wonderful. Can't beat them in Arlington, but the Super Bowl is not in Arlington. It's on the road. <laughs> so dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Pat, when we talk about the the issues that were there on the offensive line, let's say doomsday situation, Tyron Smith misses a playoff game or, or he's not ready to go for a playoff game. I don't like when you say that. I, I know, I know. I, I don't want to even speak things into existence, <laughs> man. But when you look at that potential, is there at this point an argument to say, you're better off with Tyler at tackle and Bass stepping in at left guard than you are with Adoga at left tackle and Tyler in at left guard. There is absolutely an argument to be made there, especially after we've seen what Tyler Smith can be at left tackle by way of his rookie season in 2022. So that because we've seen him 
excel or be able to excel in that role, that's always going to be a thing when Tyron Smith is not available. That being said, the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy in this front office, have shown this season they are hell-bent on not moving Tyler Smith out. Now, maybe that changes when you have the pressure of win or go home on the line. Maybe so, because that, that can and should put the conversation back on the table. Um, but unless that is a playoff game, I don't even think they're willing to entertain it. But like I said, if, if it's a win or go home situation, I would. I absolutely would. Um, because I, I know that T.J. Bass, he's a mauler and he's a gamer, and I don't think the fall-off from, which is what you're getting at, and I agree, I don't think the fall-off from Tyler Smith to T.J. Bass at guard is nearly as great as it is from Tyron Smith to a Chuma Idogo or Awesome Richards, you know, rookie, or Walesco, who's not even ready yet. He's still sitting on IR um, practicing with that shoulder. So I, I'm with you on that one, especially in a win-or-go-home scenario. I, I'm just not confident that that's where they are because they've not shown that that's what they want to do. Where do they rank? Where do they rank in the NFC? They're still, they're still number two. They're still number two. Um, when you blow the, the Philadelphia Eagles out in the fashion in which they did, yeah, that, that mid-ass you, football team, Pat. Those Philadelphia yeah, Crimson Talk Vikings. Talk to them. The ones who uh, almost coughed up a seventeen-three lead against the mm. Giants at home. Yesterday. Twenty to three. Oh, Twenty to three. Twenty to three. Even even <laughs> worse still. So that goes to our point. I think it, it's still, even with the 49ers dropping one yesterday, I mean, look who they dropped it to. They dropped it to the Ravens, and I predicted the Ravens would win that game. So I'm not surprised. Ravens are, you know, they're bullies too. Um, but the, the 49ers are still the boogeyman for the Cowboys. So there you go. Number one in the NFC is going to be the 49ers. Um, Eagles get throttled by the Cowboys to, you know, put them into a two-game losing streak, which then became a three-game losing streak at the hands of Drew Locke on a game-winning drive. Yikes. Mm, yeah, uh, struggled tough. against the Giants yesterday. Yikes. So at this point, I'm wondering, and I think this is rightful to wonder, especially uh, we'll see how it goes this weekend. I'm wondering if the Detroit Lions are kind of creeping up on the Eagles for maybe that number three um, ranking. But as it stands, Cowboys are still number two. They still got everything ahead of them. They just got to get, get it together on the road. They have a great chance here to kind of reset against that Detroit Lions team, which is a phenomenal team. They're very competitive, very scrappy, a ton of weapons in the air, on the ground. Jared Goff is playing good. The defense is playing good. Dan Campbell has coached one hell of a team. So big battle coming up this weekend. If the Cowboys can do away with the, the Lions, get that confidence rebuilt, uh, go on the road, handle the commanders, uh, you just don't want to back into the playoffs. That's what you don't want to do. You need to start building momentum right now. Yeah, I, I think the Lions personally, I mean, I think they're a good team, but winning that division the way they have, and they haven't done it in you know three decades, I think they are ripe for a mental break this week and it would not surprise me they don't even show up i know well, it's not dan campbelly but no I, yeah i get what you're saying um you know it's one of those situations where yeah those guys get paid to play football and they're going to go out there and they're going to play and then you factor in you know they're playing the cowboys and we all know everybody who plays the cowboys they find another gear that didn't exactly exist before they played the cowboys but they also have already clinched their division they don't have much to play for between now and the playoffs except for trying not to back into the playoffs like I said but they also have to be kind of judicious and and not and making sure that their guys going as healthy as possible so how much exposure do you want to have like if the game is you know in hand for the Cowboys how soon are you looking to pull Jerry Goff like those are the types of decisions Dan Campbell has to make 
Um, so the Lions aren't going to lay down, but you may or may not get their best effort. Cowboys can't think like that, though. We can't, RJ. We can't, Bobby. Yeah. Cowboys can't think like that. Two-game losing streak, you need to go in there. You need to blow the brakes off of the Lions. You need a 50, ber- 50 to 3 just to send the message that you are still playing elite football. And then you get to the commanders, and before that game, the narrative will be, hey, can you win on the road? And then go and beat up on a commanders team that's still scrappy, um, but at least it will be a road win, get you to four and five on the road, and then you can uh, sit back and see where the playoff seasons shake out and, you know, get yourself together. Thank you, brother. We will talk to you on Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to you guys soon. Patrick Walker, uh, Cowboys insider, join us here on 105 through the fan. Let us cross talk with K and C Masterpiece coming up next year. The fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's going to happen all week. It's going to happen all week. Yeah. Bobby yeah. is trying his damnedest to screw with Peyton. Gavin and Sean are- oh. Hey, Gavin and Sean are on vacation, so. Well, Gavin's going back today. Dawson? Spittle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Gavin we, Dawson's going to come in and lay down the law in this regard. If Dawson has a problem with it. <laughs> that's that's That doesn't matter, but that's, that's going to happen all week. Bobby is going to try to mess with Peyton. So far, he's two for two. I went. I was just like going along with the beat. I was going. It's catchy. It is crossed off with the K and C <laughs> okay. masterpiece. K and C are out. That's right. Basic and Reggie are in. Good morning, I'm boys. Back. Ooh, can we call it Cowboys? R&B? Hey, am I the lucky charm? Don't hate it. The are Cowboys. You? The Cowboys were on a big winning streak, and then I left, and they lost to Buffalo and Miami. I mean. Yeah, you could be the good luck charm. They also I am the Cowboys good luck charm. They also I've often too. said this. How much yeah. do you think the Cowboys think that? They started winning 12 games a season as soon as you bailed and went to Trevor Lawrence and now Trevor Lawrence is like one of the biggest busts in history, Mike. So 
Cole. I Mega. wouldn't say a bigot. He is disappointing. <laughs> I I have I have admitted it three weeks ago. He is disappointing to the standards that he was. Who's a put at. who's a similar comparison to you of a quarterback throughout recent history who would say? Oh, he was a top guy, or he was considered to be a top guy, and he only lived up to this percentage. Like he's obviously exceeded kind of Andrew Luck. He's exceeded Baker, no, he's, right? He's better. I think, than Luck, I think Luck is better than Trevor was. Okay. I mean, look, I'm not going to disagree Trevor. so far through three years. Yeah, because I mean, what this it was is, year? This two, is why it's dumb. This what, year, is dumb. It was year three. Luck was like 40 touchdowns and winning playoff games. No, oh, he won a playoff Trevor game. Trevor won year. a game last year, but he was in the AFC title game and threw 40 touchdowns. And Trevor Lawrence is. Sunshine Bass, and didn't they both have major comebacks in like yeah. a play early on in their playoff? Yeah, like, wasn't it, was it twenty-seven to zero or, last year? Yeah. Uh, that it was, wasn't it? Yeah, the Chargers were up twenty-seven yeah, zero to start. There's, I mean, look, there's Shout a lot of Brandon Staley. This is his third year, right, for Lawrence? <laughs> yes, this is his third year. Well, go look at Manning's third year. Like, it's like they're they're the same. I I think we're just entirely too quickly Ooh. just discounting I, guys. I think I think the context of how quickly quarterbacks have. Flatten the curve, you might say. I'm sorry, we don't, we don't um, talk flatten the learning here, curve. No, I'm talking about flattening the learning curve. I think how uh, you see how quickly quarterbacks in this era are able to start contributing at a high level because of the blending of college to pro concepts versus back in the day when Peyton did. I don't think you can compare those. Two. I imagine some of that is also just like the windows have shifted. I think uh, decision makers are giving less and less time for yeah, quarterback yes. development, and so some of them are going to flatten that curve, and some of them are just being disposed early. Because now, after a third year, you have to give, and they're they're going to do this. They're going to give Trevor Lawrence about fifty million a year. Like they that's are. that's what you have to do, and to it, that's where the number is going because of the cap moving up. Is that Dak's probably at the end of this season they're going to renegotiate a contract around fifty million, Worth it. and Trevor Lawrence is going to get a contract around right. fifty million a year. But what I'm saying is, it's just like the idea that you just make a decision on a quarterback for three years is dumb. Like if they did the I, same I thing, you. like. Again, Manning, after three years, there was a lot of the same questions. Do you think that it would have been wise to just dump him? Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like, I would not dump Trevor Lawrence. I'm all in. I don't think any differently of, of him now than I did when he came out. I don't think differently of most quarterbacks after three years mm. when they come out. Again, I think it's like a Justin different- Fields, like, give him time. Give him a minute. Sure, I understand. But we're, we're done with Mac Jones, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but Mac, Mac, I think Mac's a little different. Old like, McCorkle. Mac didn't have a whole lot of... He was he came out of nowhere, right? He came out of nowhere I mean, he to came be out of a Alabama. ten and six his first year. Is that correct with Mac? I think they made the playoffs at ten is, and six. Is that out of nowhere though? He was like uh, people were talking about like does he go third overall? And he came from the biggest program in college football, right? But like he wasn't like oh my god, it's Trevor Lawrence. He's he's good. he's dominating for three years in college. Yeah, or he wasn't Manning or he it's Luck. He's just dominating for years. He wasn't football's LeBron like right. Trevor Lawrence was. He was just a, a good player. No, I, I I'm not going to defend Trevor Lawrence as a great quarterback in the NFL. I can't. No, he's, but it's, he's good. He's going to make. Well, I shouldn't say he is. They've lost four in a row and look horrible. But if he does win two more games, first they'll win the division, and that would be back-to-back division champs in his second and third year. That wouldn't be bad. Something Dak hasn't done. What are hey, you doing right now? I'm just saying he hasn't. Wow. That's just objectively speaking, and I'm the biggest Dak homer there is. Mm-hmm. I've often heard that, yeah. Reg, what's coming on the show? Uh, we got a fun one, fun four hours of programming where we're going to talk about the Cowboys a bunch, including who has more room for frustration, CeeDee Lamb or Micah Parsons? Ooh, not even Ooh. close. Not even close. Wow. CeeDee Lamb. Blowing up your segment already. 
I, well, I mean, well, that's the show. That's the show. Um, we'll pass it off to the no. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll get into that. Also, um, <laughs> I know that Mike, you know, big basketball fan as I am yeah. as well. Um, you had Christmas Day games, and Luka Doncic is doing incredible things. Does DFW care at all about that? We'll talk about that at eleven twenty. Boy, as well. they do. They do seem a little numb. They seem numb to how great he is. And it was ridiculous. Did you see the – we talked about it on Friday. Did you guys see the NBA MVP straw poll from ESPN? I still for, – I keep forgetting to do that. No, uh, A hundred NBA insiders politics, they polled, and Luca was, Luca was <laughs> fifth in their NBA MVP straw poll. And people are just numb to like, he's so great. It's, it's, it's just yeah. they've – and that's not just locally here in Dallas. I think that's nationally. People are just like, yeah, that's Luca. He right. scores 50 points well, and has 15 assists. Big deal. And also I think some of this is like his – visibility on like the national stage when we talk about late in the season as well um because we were just talking about this in the break room it feels like over the last three seasons you've come into the season with Luka Doncic on the short list of MVP candidates sure and then you get to the end of the year and it's like he's not actually in the conversations and usually that is based off of team right right? I mean you do have to have kind of you're either the one or two seed most likely I I know that there's there's exceptions but usually yeah you're gonna have one of the four best records in the NBA to be a MVP candidate and I don't know if the Mavs I don't think but I you know who knows I don't think they're gonna get to that standard but at this point when we talk about this at 1120 it'll be hey I'm not trying to crap on his teammates but after Dwight Powell came off the top rope Kevin Von Erich style on on uh, Kyrie's Who's ankle. That? Someone watched Iron Claw recently. Yeah, I did last night. Oh, How sorry. was it? I, for, I forget Hagee's not here. I was, I was going to fully lean into the Who's If you Von know Eric, nothing but... about the Von Erichs, I think it's a really good movie. Okay. If cool. you have a history of knowing the Von Erichs and knowing a little bit of the timeline and knowing their family, you're like, it's okay. Mm. All right. Okay. I get that. Uh, it, look, there is a numbness. I, I, I do think like, like, does anybody like is anybody paying attention right now? I mean, how much of that is is the channel they play on? Shoot, I couldn't even get the dang Monday night game last night. I had to I go know. watch it on an app. Shout out to Tegna, thanks for that. Uh, yeah, definitely. ESPN app has been getting big business in my in my house over the last couple of weeks. I know. Didn't that stink last night? You're like San Francisco, Baltimore. All right, and then you're like, oh, so it's blacked out because ABC and Directv yeah. uh, have now they got beef. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, ESPN, uh, like Disney, Big Disney yeah. had this with, uh, was it DirecTV as well? And that one got resolved once we were coming up on one of them big games. I can remember which game in particular. It was ESPN, right? They yeah. had an ESPN so, thing. Spectrum had the same thing. I don't know. Like- right. And so I'm wondering, are people calling up like uh, their their carriers and being like, hey, we need we need this ABC handled? Because I thought that, you know, Christmas Day or even Sunday would lead, would be a situation where people come up and go, Hey, I need to be able to see these games and your whatever the dispute yeah. is. And yeah. usually that ends up like, getting this thing figured out, you, doesn't you, it? You got to call your boy Ted Cruz and be like, yeah. "Hey, you right. get some legislation on that." Like, like that's is that the show's boy? guy. The show's guy. The, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm like, I'm not against Ted Cruz or for him, <laughs> but I wasn't. I did not. That was an interview. If you're not against it, that means you're for him, Mike. He wasn't live on the show, and I rarely do. Like at 2 p.m., I'm leaving. <laughs> And so that interview was like at two thirty recorded, and I'm like, I'm not sticking around till two thirty. My Von Eric joke went wasted. My my Cruz joke went wasted. Now here's the thing that's interesting about that game last night, by the way, between San Francisco and Baltimore. Yeah, I do think that is a display of the two teams that Dallas has absolutely no shot of ever beating. Like if you're talking about, they could play ten times. 
the, the Cowboys can play those teams 10 times. I think they max win two against each max. And they, there's a good chance they don't win. One. I mean, isn't it fair to just point out that those are, those look like easily the two best teams in the league but right I'm now saying, and most well-rounded yeah. in sure. that regard. But when too. we talk about styles make fights uh-huh. and everything else and how it's a very balanced league this year, those are just two teams that I feel like there's no, like you could even play them at AT&T stadium where Dallas is so good. Hmm. And I just don't think they're beating those two teams. Like, like you get, you could give them as many chances as they want, and they're coming out of there. They're losing eighty to ninety percent of those games. What about those two teams in particular? Is there anything a singular thing particularly that makes you say that? Is it like just the fact that they both have incredible I think, defenses? I think Baltimore's so freaking fast defensively, and yeah, is so like, like their scheme is so difficult for for somebody like Dak. I would guess to desert. I mean, it's something that all quarterbacks have struggled with, but. I think that Dak would have a really hard time reading some of the things that they disguise in their coverages, and they're so fast they can fly around and cause problems. And then San Francisco, we just know they can't beat San Francisco. And that's not just a defensive thing. That's offensively they can get whatever they want defensively. My gosh, could you imagine Lamar right now running against the discipline of this Cowboys run defense? Oof. That would be I, – I just – I don't think that – it's not even just a they would lose 80 to 90% of them. I think in those 80 90% of games – they're losing by an average of probably 17 to 20 points. I just don't think they're anywhere near those two teams. You're going to have to pray for somebody to pick off San Francisco and Baltimore along the way if you want to win a title this year, if you're Dallas. Yeah, what have you guys made of this part of it? Because it feels like the turnovers that the Cowboys have managed to roll over from year to year, which is something we don't tend to see in the NFL, have kind of evaporated recently. Slowed in the last few weeks for sure. I I mean, part of it's two is a guy who's just – He's accurate. You're not going to get a lot of that. But, I mean, you didn't force the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. You didn't force him to throw it, though, a lot either. Um, they so didn't that, have that's to. That's probably like, how that slowed I, down. I think, I think Buffalo went in with a completely different game plan than the one they finished the game with. Like, oh. I don't think their game plan was to run it 87 times. No, I, I, think Dal- I don't think Dallas prepared for a physical football game. And I think when they got one, they were like, <sighs> crap. And so and it, that absolutely happened. How do you not prepare for a physical football game in Buffalo? Because I think, I think they feel I think I, they felt like Allen was going to throw the ball 45 times. I don't think they can. I, I think that. The Cowboys are a track meet team. They are. And if, they play, if a team – it'll be interesting, you know, this week, and I know we'll talk a lot more about what just happened, but well. if Dan Campbell wants to play bully ball, the Cowboys have proven now over almost a three-year period, and they're good, 12-5, and 12-5. It looks like they're headed towards a 12-5 and five season again. They will quit – what? This team will quit. If you bully them enough, they'll say by midway through the third quarter, they're like, I don't like I this. Massive. I don't want to play in this game. I want this game to be fast. I want to get to the quarterback. I want our quarterback to play a, a style that, that is a fast-paced game. And if you muddy it up and you play bully ball. And they the can. Ca- Detroit can. The Cowboys will say, I don't want to be in this game. And that's where you say styles make fights. The Cowboys do not want to be in a bully ball game. They'll, they will quit. They're stuck. Uh, if they go 12-5 and five and, and get bounced in the same spot again this year, then like the conversation needs to be, you're essentially in the same point you were with Jason Garrett. It, it, it's, it's better in the regular season, but you stalled at 8-8 eight and eight with Jason. You've now moved forward to 12-5, and five, and now you're stalled. And there's nothing to push you over the edge. I like my, I like Mike McCarthy. I know. I like Mike too. I, I think, think that, I do job. think he should get a he contract. He seems to like extension. you too, doesn't he, Chop? Well, dude, the tone the tone of the interview is so different when Choppy's not here. <laughs> really, that is so different. <laughs> oh man, that's my guy. Yeah, we like black. We like straight black coffee. Sean, okay, straight black coffee that's, together. That's the thread. That's, that's the thread. That's what it is. That's yeah, what it is. Okay. Sean, Sean screwed. Like was tripping over his words in the intro. We thought like Mike was going to come on here and make fun of him. Then he goes, Coach McCarthy, how are you? He goes, Great. Good week. How how was it for y'all? <laughs> oh, crap! Here we go. All I think right. A bird just 
flew into our window. I don't know. I heard something thud. All right. It is Reggie and Bassett coming up next year on Got the Got that, Reggie. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 